Hello everyone and welcome to the Mouse Ears Podcast, where we talk about all things travel, but mostly Disney. Brought to you by Fairy Tale Journeys Travel. Hello everybody and welcome back. We are officially starting season two of the Mouse hey, Ears woo! Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, coming the, back with us, we got a... The princess wave, nice. Obviously, Brooks is here with us, too. Brooks doing the princess wave. How are you, Brooks? Welcome back. Hi, ho neighbors. I'm doing well. Very good, very good. Uh, we also have Steph returning uh, with us as well. Steph, welcome back for season two. Hello, hello. Very good. And of course, you got me. I'm here, Kelton, over here in the central time zone. So uh, it is the KIO. You know, it, is, it has been so long since we've done this. I actually had to go back and look up in our uh, uh, login information how to get back, how to log on to this site to record. Because usually I, I did it from memory before, but it's been so long. I had, I just, I forgot. So. We haven't recorded. We haven't really seen each other for like a month. So I haven't seen y'all. It's been a minute. I feel like I haven't seen y'all since last year. Oh, good lord! <laughs> Someone good thing you're a dad. You know, <laughs> it it is what it is. But we got we have a lot to talk about because this episode we're talking about Festival of the Arts. Woohoo! Or farts for those people who like to abbreviate i guess it'd be abbreviations and things like that so festival of the the arts at epcot um before we're diving in though a lot of things happened a lot of things happened over the last couple of weeks we have some Um, new news got some new news uh first off wednesday january 10th royal caribbean's newest ship not just the newest but the largest ship on the seas. That's hard to say. A lot of S's. I struggled in school with S's. So if I slip up, everybody, I'm sorry. But Icon of the I Seas. Feel, I feel the struggle. I, I'm glad you do. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the only one. I was in speech therapy till I was in sixth grade. And now I'm on a podcast. So we have spaces for radio. You are thriving. Honestly, <laughs> let's just keep this crazy train rolling. Cause... Let's go. <laughs> um, so Icon of the Seas arrived in Port of Miami, Miami, Florida, uh, January 10th. Um, like I said, largest class of Royal Caribbean ships, largest ship on the sea right now. Um, I think it was so I, I had it before, but it was uh, it's about 1,200 1, feet long. Weighing in at 250,800 gross tons, standing 20 decks above sea level. So that is crazy. She's a large one. I, so I watched Royal Caribbean's live stream as they were coming into Port of Miami. I, it's great. I cannot wait to sail on it. However, um, I don't have throw away money yet. So hopefully at some point I'll be able to, you know, to get on there so it'll be great i'm looking forward to it um but now let's go back to disney news here uh and this one's gonna really break my heart uh for all of our og lovers january 27th 2024 the country bear jamboree as we know it is closing for their refurb and, and they announced that pretty quick too. They, I like, was not expecting that. Yeah, I mean, it was earlier this month that they, in January, that they were like, "Okay, end of this month is closing until uh, later this summer." <sighs> Breaks my heart, guys. But I know you guys are okay with it, and you're looking forward to it. So, what can I say? I'll put my hands up on that one. Well, so I will. Issues once they yeah. start announcing the the Animal Kingdom refurbs, so. Oh, that one's only matter of time. That well, was Kelton, I I have the uh, Country Bear Jamboree uh, vinyl, so if you ever need to borrow, you can just come on down to Chucktown and Chuck grab down it. 
South Kakalakis or however you say it. South Kakalake. Kind of like khaki, like khaki pants. South I, I do wear a lot of khaki pants. Well, that's office jobs for you, you know? Yeah. If you get yourself a red shirt, you know, what's that State Farm commercial? Um, Jake from State Farm. Jake from State Farm. Yep. Not a sponsor. calling you Jake on the podcast. Well, my brother is Jacob, so. Oh, geez. Shout out to Jacob <laughs> in Atlanta. There we go. Um, hey, well, we like talking about food on the podcast, so it only makes sense. Yeah. Dining plans came back. We, we got the announcement last year, so 2023. They started, uh, you could include them on your packages. As long as you were checking in after January 9th, January 9th has come and gone. Let's go. Got to get that. Uh, you're, now I'm more of a quick service dining probably, you know, myself. So with your quick service one, you get two quick service meals and a snack a day. Use that snack wisely. I mean, don't spend it on, you know, like a bottle of water or something. I mean, that's only like 2 or $3. Go get yourself like a turkey leg. Just don't make it in the summertime because though that's it's a lot it's heavy meat in the summertime. But I mean the almonds are great. You know, maybe like a Mickey premium bar or uh, what is it? A so strawberry frozen churros. lemonade churro. I mean, there's so many Dole things whip. you can use. Oh um, Dole Whip, yes. Oh that's yeah. That's where I would put my money. Dole Whip every day. Adventure Land for a Dole Whip. I I don't care if it's the one yes. day of the year that's thirty degrees in Florida. Dole Whip me. Oh, it's oh, absolutely one hundred percent. We don't discriminate based on the weather, especially in Florida. It's always oh, God, it's always hot. No, not in Florida. It's, it's, it's short weather um, year round. You just lay it in the might top be maybe half. Five days. Yeah. You, you just, just wear maybe a Roosevelt hoodie. You just wear maybe Ooh, a Roosevelt shout out hoodie. Roosevelt. Not a sponsor yet. <laughs> uh well so then the disney dining office. plan they, they'll they'll come one day i'm telling joffrey's and maybe voodoo donuts but i digress we're not talking about universal um disney dining plan one table service one quick service one snack it's great it's great news um and for don't forget for disney plus subscriber it is a free dining plan oh that's right Pending you stay a minimum of four nights with the four-day park hopper ticket. Three dining plan people. This is as good as it gets. And there's also a plan, a dining plan for children. So there's a there lot. Is. Three to nine. There is a lot that Disney is currently um, promoting as far as Disney plans go. So feel free to reach out to your favorite children's travel agent for more details. I will definitely say the best Disney trip I ever went on was the one where I had the deluxe dining plan. Oh, yeah. That I was... did not ride much rods after that dinner, me- dinner meal. <laughs> but I had steak or prime rib or... Every night. Every meal. Listen, oh, every for meal. Us, for us, Disney is also, you know, the Disney experience includes food. And those that haven't gotten to that point yet get there because it's worth it. Disney does a great job with their food. Truly. Oh, absolutely. You know what else Disney does really good at? Getting rid of park reservations for dated tickets. Yes. Can I get a hallelujah from the back, people? Hallelujah. That's, there we go. But like I said, only for dated Thank tickets. Thank Jesus. However, they do have some things called good to go days where you don't need to make reservations, but definitely you want to check on that. People. For those you're, poor I mean, if you're a pass AP. holder, my heart goes out to you. Yeah, Steph's a pass holder and a Florida resident. And Brooks, that's right. You and Kelsey got your. I'm the only one. Bummer. For now. Yep. For now. Come on, profit sharing. Here we go. Um. Moving on, Adventures by Disney uh, sent out their new itineraries for 2025, which include a 
Holland and Belgium river cruise. Now, I've actually been interested in some of these river cruises. I've I've heard good things about them. It's no ocean cruise. I mean, I'm getting ready to go on uh, Voyager of the Seas here next month. I have 39 days as of the date of this recording. So I'd like to do a river cruise one day and kind of just give it a shot. That's right. Thank you. Hands in the air like you just don't care. Y'all can't Thankfully, see the, the roof, podcast, but one day. Thankfully, the roof is not on fire. No, no, not in this house anyway. No. Um, but that, uh, there's only one other way we could wrap up the new news. And, well, that's just to check in with you guys. How was y'all's holiday time off from the podcast? I missed y'all. I really did. We, I think we texted like every day. <laughs> Honestly, I, yeah. Yeah, I, it, I after think after my bad. after my family, I, y'all were the first person I sent Ellie's uh, carriage Aww. picture. I, have, so. I love I love so that. Cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's, I think she's a, a darling. She's my Disney <laughs> princess, my second she's Disney princess after Kelsey. That's right. You do realize, like, you're gonna need when she starts getting a little bit older. That bibbity bobbity boutique. Woo. Man, good luck. It's going to get expensive. Uh, well, thankfully, I have two kidneys. So That's right. <laughs> Those are worth some money. Oh, Steph, how was your holidays? Well, you had family in town. Oh, man, Kelton. Had. Family. I had family from Venezuela, from Canada, from Switzerland visiting me and we were all in a household 12 people and a dog it was crazy it was amazing it was frustrating it was magical um we did not get to go to disney because typically i'll be honest we always try and do a disney trip post the holidays because my grandfather and i share a birthday together on january 2nd so you know for my birthday i'm always like hey disney right huh huh didn't get to go this year, but you know, maybe maybe for twenty twenty five. But it was great. Holidays can't complain. Other than I definitely missed you guys and this recording on Thursdays. Felt felt empty my Thursday nights. <laughs> felt weird. They really, they really do. They they really did. I'll tell you. I mean, we had. How about you, Kelton? My my wife's grandparents were in town. They stayed with us. Uh, I had a brother in law. His wife and two kids in town. They live, you know, just up in Dallas, so right up the road. Because in Texas, you know, four hours is like, you know, an hour drive in Florida. So it's just like right there, you know. So you're just going up to Dallas for the day. No big deal. Um, and, well, my in-laws live right around the corner. So uh, I see them all the time. But, I mean, it was, and I, it was... It felt crazy because, you know, we got a bug ran through our house Christmas Day. So we were all sick. I was working on top of that. Um, I didn't get to record a podcast with you guys. So that one, that really hurt a bit. But here we are now back on the Thursday nights. Um, so and what better way to kick off the season with Festival of the Arts? I don't think there is a better way, a better way, especially, you know, it being Disney. So. Uh, I think since we're already 13 minutes into this, uh, you know, let's just let's jump right in. Festival of the Arts. Now, I am more of a food and wine kind of guy. So I'm going to let you guys take the reins on this one. Uh, And yeah, so Festival of the Arts. Take it away, Brooks and Steph. (laughs) Festival of the Arts. I, I love Festival of the Arts. It was actually the first festival I ever went to. So that could be part of the reason why I love it so much. And to me, it's just, it's so different from all the other festivals. Um, Especially, uh, so before we really dig into the, um, dig it, dig into the different things, the festival. Yeah. They do serve meat and potatoes at the festival. I know. uh, so if you're asking yourself, what is this festival? So it's, it is Epcot's International Festival of the Arts. It's a celebration of art and cuisine where you can embrace your creative side, please your palate with flavorful food, 
and indulge in dazzling entertainment. The descriptive words in that, it just, I mean. Leaves your mouth watering without even. Flavorful foods. Oh, man. (laughs) And to me, honestly, and we'll get into the food because I feel like this is a travel slash food podcast sometimes. But I feel like they get so creative with this festival with some of the stuff that they do. Um, I mean, they get creative with all the festivals, but this one in particular, um, you may say it's a food Instagrammer's dream because not only is the food flavorful, it is just is just visually incredible beautifully it it is beautifully presented i mean not that disney doesn't do their job well in other festivals because their presentation typically is always up you know above and beyond what you would expect from a theme park but when it comes to festival the arts they really bring the arts component to the food um because i mean like brooks festival the arts is my favorite and I love not just the arts, you know, paintings and sculptures and that kind of thing. Um, But I also believe food is an art. Here at the Now Series podcast, we love food. It is an art form. And for them to just elevate it, take it one step further uh, with their presentation, their color, uh, the creativeness that they go. Because they almost have no reason to hold back when it comes to the food options at festival of the arts so that's one of the reasons why it's my absolute favorite to be honest is just how just to see what disney creates next and what's cool about it too is not only i mean we talk about the food i could talk about the food all day but the different vendors as well um i've discovered some of my favorite artists because of the festivals uh seeing uh their work um we talked about we're going to start hopefully soon showing these video showing these videos that we record but in my office i have two prints um that i got from festival of the arts um i have another one that from an artist that i discovered from festival of the arts um that i need to get um framed and hung but you discover like these you discover just so many different artists and not just like painters and everything, but also they have just music and it's just any type of any type of type of art. They have it just performance art, musical, visual. They have it all. Um, and then, so diving into a little bit of the history of the Festival of the Arts, um, uh, Festival of the Arts was created and launched in 2017. So it is very, it is. That's relatively new. I believe it is. Yeah. Crazy. Only three years before COVID. Yeah. (laughs) What? So. And they created it to help bridge the gap between uh, Festival of the Holidays and the International Flower and Garden Festival. Um, so it only runs for six and a half weeks, 38 days, which uh, is te- it makes it technically the second shortest uh, Festival of the Holidays um, beast by just two days. Festival of the Holidays is 36 days. Um, but it runs uh, between January and February of each year. Um, and then we mentioned before, but the dates of Festival of the Arts for this year is January 12th, which as of this recording is tomorrow uh, through February 19th of 2024. Now, I just want to say that our listeners would know this if they were on the Mouse Your Podcast group in are on Facebook because all of that was posted there. Nice plug. Hopefully that you guys who listen are on that Facebook group because we are season two. We're going to do our best to 
really ramp that bad boy up. I'm done now. I'll step off my my you know. No, I love here. it. So and uh, one the and they have just so many other different um things with the festival. So many different interactive and stuff. But um, so Brooks, I think yes. let's you know I think festival of the arts. We've got the arts, we've got the food, and we're definitely going to dive more into that as the episode goes on. But I think the the real reason why you love Festival of the Arts is because of the main character, the icon <laughs> of Festival of the Arts. And I think there's no better person to present who that is and the inspiration than you. So please, Brooks, tell It's this people. guy right here. <laughs> Oh, I kind of want to just take so like the, a snap picture. So the official... Brooks, I can't see you. <laughs> I can't see you with a popcorn bucket. <laughs> okay, so real so real quick, uh, people, there's an option to where we can have an audience. If you would like to watch us live. Oh my gosh. Could be scary, but <laughs> let us know if you want to watch us live. And you can see all this stuff. But do they want to see a train wreck of this? Yes. <laughs> so. The so the official mascot of Festival of the Arts is Figment, the Woo-hoo! lovable dragon. Uh, Hello, figure of your imagination, a fun, spark of inspiration. Fun fun fact: the line "one little spark of insp- uh, one little spark of inspiration" is in my uh, business in my business email. That's in my signature. Nice. <laughs> so Ooh, for those of you, mine. which is everyone who did not see what Brooks was holding up when I was laying it all out for him to to tell us who the uh, mascot is, he started holding up his pigment popcorn bucket. So you may or may not remember that the pigment popcorn bucket broke the internet. It really did. A few years back. Because of the long lines. Had longer lines than Taylor Swift concerts. <laughs> yeah. Take that, Swizzles. People were in the rain, standing for six, eight hours for this limited big mint popcorn bucket that could only be, what was it, like right outside the lands? <laughs> Something. It was like one location, too. It was one popcorn, we have one popcorn stand. Yep. And people were obsessed they were fighting tooth and nail they were there in what's the phrase goes uh in in hail or high water just for this popcorn bucket um i thought it was hell or high water i don't know i'm so bad when it comes to sayings i mean either way florida could flood so it's possible people (laughs) would have stood in high water oh yeah without a doubt so that's what brooks was holding up um, yes, it's true. Figment is decked out in every single location of Epcot for Festival of the Arts, the inspiration. There are rainbows everywhere because, hello, that's Figment, right? And it's just, uh, go back to that colorful aspect that really, um, you know, Disney embodies with Festival of the Arts, which is amazing. So for all those Figment you know, fans out there, if you haven't been to Festival of the Arts, what are you doing? You're clearly not a real fan. <laughs> All seven of you out there. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Maybe we may be seven, but we're strong. You are a strong seven. If if you are a fan of Figment like Brooks, do you have a popcorn bucket? If you do, take a picture, put it in the Facebook group. So we may have to, yeah. Brooks. We may Take need a, a picture of you with your popcorn bucket. Take a selfie. Yes. <laughs> Hold on. No, we have I'll an do, episode do to do. Not that's, right that's now. True. All right, getting back so, on this train, guys. <laughs> we have food so, to talk about. Yes, that's yes. my favorite. I'm so excited so, to talk about this. Go ahead, Steph. Take it. Take the food. <laughs> All right. So. Festival of the Arts, we kind of already started talking about just the wonderfulness that is the cuisine selection um, for the International Festival of the Arts. Um, what, Kelton, 
please correct me because right now I'm having a brain fart. And yes, I use the word fart because it's appropriate with ah, this. Festival of the Arts. See what you did there. <laughs> so um, within the Disney company, they have, what is it, culinary labs or something, the creative lab, something like that it's called, which is where the food magic happens. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. What is it called? Because I cannot I could, remember. I couldn't tell you. Brooks, look it up for me, please, while I keep talking about the amazingness of foods. For favor. So when it comes to the food at Festival of the Arts, um, you know, like most festivals, Disney has their fan favorites. And then they always try and bring in some new flavors and new options. So. Um, this year, there are multiple returning favorites, like the red wine braised beef short rib and the deconstructed key lime pie, um, as well as soon-to-be premiering dishes like the, I'm sorry if I say this wrong, the Neapolitan dessert trio and the grilled pork belly. Uh, I want to say that when it comes to Festival of the Arts, I think the one food item that always stands out to me because I just feel like it's so aesthetically pleasing. I think Instagram just loves this dish. It's like the rainbow cake with figment. Um, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I no? do. Yeah? Yes. No, no I do. I, like, I do. Um, I feel like I'm it's always... <laughs> oh, you're trying to find it. Sorry, Brooks. Yeah, it, is, it, is the, uh, it is the... Ra- I believe it's the rainbow cake with freeze-dried Skittle bite candies. That one, yes. Oh, I feel like whenever I think of Vessel of the Arts or I see any like propaganda, I see that cake. Um, so that's like the really cool thing is the flavors and the dishes aren't just creative, they're very, very colorful. Um, they're not afraid to bring in all the different colors of the rainbow, quite literally, when it comes to these dishes. So, um, I mean, and not, and not only that, I was looking through some of the menus. They have a beef Wellington that you can get. <laughs> Do you know like how like how hard it is to cook a beef Wellington? And then I they... have seen an episode or two of Hell's Kitchen, so yes. Yes. It does and seem difficult they, to cook. They make it and just serving, you could just walk up one uh personal beef Wellington, please, and you get a little beef Wellington. I love it. Wow. So, so if you guys don't mind, I just kind of want to mention some of the other new items just to look forward to them. Um, and again, for those that don't know or might not remember, all of the festivals at Epcot both include a uh, unique selection of food and drinks. So <laughs> we'd love to talk about food and wine, but food and wine is not the only time of year that you can have a medley of different food items and drinks. So it's every day in Epcot now. I know it's amazing. Like best park, right? <laughs> but for instance, um, you know, some of the newer items at Festival of the Arts this year include, for instance, beverage, the Gulfstream Brewing Company, some of all colors IPA. Yes, I want to try that. And the I uh, actually, you know what, I don't think I can pronounce this. Tess Larsdale Pinot Noir is also a new item for this year. Um, and also, because I mentioned it before, the Disney's Culinary Home for Inventions of All Sorts is called the Flavor Lab. So yes, I had, I had that your... prompted up for you. Ah, thanks. So did I. Oh. Yeah. You guys are awesome. So that's your trivia for the day. <laughs> so little um, fun fact, you were talking about that Tess, uh, Tessa Dale Pinot Noir. That's the same place where you can get the Beef Wellington. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> so uh, continuing on some of the newer items. Um, I mentioned the grilled pork belly. It, it comes with salsa verde, broccoli, rabe, I don't know what it's called. Uh, oh, gosh, I can't. I might even try Pickled peppers and raclette cheese on grilled sourdough. Uh, grilled marinated skirt steak with caramelized onions and mushrooms. Blue cheese fondue and arugula on a grilled French roll. Yes, please. 
Uh, we also got Wicked Weed Pineapple Daydream IPA, Brew Hub Jazzberry Wheat Jam Ale, Lost Coast Brewery Peanut Butter Chocolate Milk Stout, Migration Pinot Noir, also some new beverages coming this year, uh, Chocolate Cake with Pomegranate Mousse and Pomegranate Whipped Cream. We have Blake's Hard Cider, Grizzly Pear Hard Cider, uh, Recorder Lig. I'm sorry for any mispronunciation I'm doing, uh, Strawberry Lime Hard Cider, Kiel Farms Blueberry Lavender Hard Cider, Chai Tea Mint Mimosa with Twinnings Chai Tea and Key Lime Sparkling Wine and Mint. Interesting. Uh, passion Fruit Filled Mango Cheesecake with Coconut Pineapple Cake, Dragon Fruit Galay, uh, sorry again, and Dragon Fruit Strawberry Sauce. Oh, I'm so good. Um, let's see, going down the list, what else is new? I mentioned the Neapolitan Dessert Trio, which includes Chocolate Tart, Vanilla Bean Cheesecake, and Strawberry Mousse. Uh, rock the Dots White Chocolate and Orange Mousse with Vanilla Bean Chiffon Cake. And it is as pretty as it sounds from the picture I am looking at. <laughs> uh, we've got, oh, the French names. I'm so sorry. Saumon, Fumé, Mousse, et Aspic, Blini, et Fromage, de Chavet, also known as Salmon Mousse, Smoked Salmon, Dill, and Flaxseed Biscuit Served Cold. I'm not going to try and do French for any of the other Why ones. Why didn't you just, just say that? Say, Honestly, the way that Disney has it on the menu, they have the French name first, and then they bring in the English. So I honestly did not <laughs> do the English until after I tried to, you know, word vomit what I just said. Um, <laughs> puff pastry with salmon and spinach and Chardonnay shallot sauce served warm. Um, duo uh, hot and cold salmon offering. I don't know. Can't say that one either. Molten Valrona chocolate cake, hazelnut crunch, and mango raspberry coolis. Uh, they also have an elderflower liqueur cocktail and a uh, some fancy schmancy French rosé sparkling wine champagne. And I mentioned France because I I want to say that France is probably one of the longest lines consistently when it comes to their uh, food kiosk for like any festival. I don't know if you guys have noticed. It's crazy. Um, let's see. We also got some cupcakes and some floats. Ooh, strawberry Fanta float with cupcake soft serve. That's interesting. Very colorful. <laughs> the, oh, funnel cake, guys. Crazy I love a chocolate good funnel cake. This one's new, so hear me out. Crazy chocolate funnel cake sandwich mini funnel cake sandwich with vanilla ice cream, rainbow whipped cream, strawberry sauce, powdered sugars, sugar, and sprinkles. I'm yes. down. Yeah. Yes. Down. And that pretty much covers it for all of the new items to look whoa, forward whoa, to. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We have not mentioned the most important thing, the Joffrey's uh, coffees that I they have. I knew it was coming. That's, so, okay. you know, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. So they ha they also, at the uh, Joffrey locations all around uh, the World Showcase, they have different um, drinks. Uh, they have the Realism Roseberry Cold Brew. In each one of these, they also have a um, spirited version as well. Uh, that one is, the, it is Joffrey's Shaken Jamaican Cold Brew. Um, with the strawberry, uh, rosé syrup and milk, uh, topped with whipped cream and colorful sprinkles. That is in Canada. Uh, and American Adventure, they have the, uh, pastel pondberry frost. Uh, it's a pastel work of art featuring frozen lemon, frozen lemon, minute made lemonade and pondberry syrup garnished with lemon. Um, see here at the Disney Traders, they have a, uh, brush stroke berry bliss, 
So it's not just coffee that they have. They also have uh, different drinks as well. That, that one is frozen lemon, uh, the lemonade, raspberry syrup, and iced tea garnished with lemon. Uh, and then at Mission Space, this one really sounded good to me. Uh, it is a pistachio palate cold brew. It's a shaken uh, Jamaican cold I brew. That. Uh, I want pistachio, five of those, actually. Pistachio syrup and milk topped with whipped cream and colorful sprinkles. Yes, five, please. Five, please. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, it's happening. And then, again, they also have a uh, spirited version in that. It's the same thing, but with that one, it's served with Bailey's Irish cream liqueur. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. Gosh, I'm hungry. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So if I leave now, I will get there around 4 a.m. Hey, listen, tomorrow's the very first day. I mean, Boy. tomorrow is January 12th, opening day of Festival of the Arts. Um, I, I wish I could be there. I really do. I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't, I, don't, I wouldn't be able to get into MCO till at least 2 o'clock. I don't think the first fight leave, <laughs> leaves Houston until almost 9. So I think I'm well, stuck. Well, the booths don't really open till close to 11. This is true. So, festival technically doesn't open till, you know, pretty late in the day, if you ask me. So any of our, also any of our listeners, if you were there, if you had boots on the ground opening day, please let us know. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear your opinion. So, so we're, we're going to talk about the the show that they have at American Pavilion because I really think that it is underrated. Oh, it's um, it is so good. It is phenomenal. Um, for uh, you know, I think it's fitting, right? The arts. When you think of the arts, you also think of Broadway. You think of artists. You know, not just with a paintbrush, but just singers and actors and performers. And Disney brings that to Epcot in more ways than you can expect. That being said, do you like a good Broadway show, guys? I know you like Disney <sighs> music. Yes. So, so I saw fun, my first fun. Broadway show. Mine was Wicked. My wife loved, Casey loves Wicked. A great that show. That was my first A great time. show. So, so fun is fact, that a yes or a no? Do you like Broadway shows? Sorry, Brooks. Oh, no, you're Kelton. Six of one, half dozen of the other. <laughs> All right. Well, this is why Festival of the Arts is not your favorite festival. <laughs> Brooks, no. take it away. <laughs> so fun fact, I actually almost uh, went to college for musical theater. Um, oh man tell us more tell us more so uh my drama teacher uh my senior year uh was pushing hard for me to uh go to school for it um i've I've been in a few musicals um we actually just found my uh playbill from when i was in ninth grade back in the oh good gosh it was don't age yourself 20 it was like 22 years ago oh uh, boy two i think it was either 2001 or 2002 it was the it was the pajama game um and then i also was in uh boys and girls i've been in a few plays thoroughly enjoy it um but my my drama teacher was pushing me to go into musical theater and at that point I didn't know about the Disney College program. If I had oh, known you about that, crushed it. If I had known about the Disney College program, my life might be completely different. I didn't Instead, think you'd be sitting here I went here into today. construction, <laughs> and then the recession hit, and I went into pharmacy. So, and now but, you're on, now they would say you have a me face here. for radio. That's right, I do. But it, oh man, it, I love the songs from Disney. That, that's how I first really fell in love with Disney growing up, um, was the music. 
and oh the the disney on broadway series that that they have is just incredible i cannot talk enough about how great it is tell and me then, more i do want to know <laughs> so tell and me more tell me more like right. yeah. does he have a car or whatever <laughs> yeah they say in greece tell me more then didn't age very well um but <laughs> so one thing that's actually cool about the disney on broadway series not only do they sing songs from the Disney, different Disney and Broadway shows, they have actors and actresses that were or currently on Broadway that were in the plays performing the songs. So they have people from Frozen, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, Mary Poppins, The Lion King, Tarzan, um, they, Aladdin, um, it's just, they have so many people from it, including one thing that to me that's really cool. They have the original genie from the Disney's Aladdin on Broadway, um, Michael James Scott. If you've, et- I was getting worried there for a second. Yeah. If you've ever seen like images of the Broadway show Aladdin. Typically, you've seen this gentleman as the genie because he just knocked it out of the park. He'll he'll be there. Um, and it's just it's just incredible. And they don't just sing songs from their from their own shows; they sing different songs. But when they when they sing songs from their own show, it literal goosebumps. It is incredible. And they have shows. And they have shows every day, and they, and they actually stagger them. They bring, um, they bring people in, then bring them back. So, if you end up going multiple days, you can see different people. It's not just you're seeing the same people over and over again. So, it's really, it's really something. It, oh, it, it is. really, and I, I feel like it just, it's, it really, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Appeals to the essence of Festival of the Arts. You know, you have every single art form in Epcot in the best way possible. And to be able to observe, watch, experience any kind, any amount of time of Broadway performances at Epcot, amazing. Not for nothing. Give me all the Disney music, man. Just give me all the Disney music. Well, they do. It doesn't happen enough. Like, <laughs> now, I can get behind like the, the Disney music. Yeah, and th- right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like when but, you're watching these shows at the end of the night, like the fireworks show, you're singing along. You're feeling like you're getting goosebumps. Your heart's pounding with the songs, and it only really happens truly at the you know at the end of the night. Throughout the day, maybe a couple of rides yes have their songs, but Disney's not pumping. Disney music across parks, like you would think. Not even well, no, because they took Harmonious out, so there goes that. Just (laughs) gone. So this is one of those opportunities where, like, they're actually performing Disney songs, and it's so sweet seeing people so passionately singing or you know dancing to it. The tears, the goosebumps. I mean, it's really just such a wild experience that. You know, again, if you get to go to a festival of the arts, let's say you're not really big into food, let's say you're not really big into, you know, art, but you love a good Broadway show or, you know, good performance or Disney music, um, maybe just park hop to Epcot, you know, with a, uh, what is it? I'm drawing a blank with a dinner package. Yeah. Get a good seat, watch a nice show. That sounds like a phenomenal weekend plan to me, if you ask me. But then again, I'm biased. <laughs> I would do I mean, it if I wasn't 900 miles away. And a heartbeat. <laughs> and they perform so, three times a day, too. At 5.30 p.m., 6.45, and 8. And they're, they're from Broadway. They're used to doing uh, a, sh- a show a day twice on Sundays. So, Don't forget to check the schedule on Sundays, then. 
Yep. So, so like we've mentioned in other festival episodes, um, Festival of the Arts also has their festival passport where you get to collect different stamps across all the different kiosks and sorry guys, I have like the hiccups. <laughs> you get to collect um stamps from all the different uh locations around World Showcase and it's an interactive way when you have you know fun way to interact with kids, um, with your group, whoever you go with, and it just kind of keeps you going for more and continuing to move through the different countries and there's always something more to see and the thing is too they're always bringing in like uh other like i don't know i want to say them like little uh um what should i call it easter eggs or mouse you know yeah. mickeys and things like that in all different you know like we had uh olaf for festival of the holidays um and, and do you know who it is for festival of the arts it's hidden figments <laughs> so I'm excited to see some of the stuff that they um, put tomorrow, put out tomorrow. Um, once people are actually in Epcot in the World Showcase and seeing all the different, you know, wonderful things that Disney puts out. Um, another thing that I love about the Festival of the Arts. Um, this is probably, like, you know, we talk about food, we talk about the show, but I want to say like this is the biggest draw. It's the all the different art kiosks and stands. And yes, when I say art, I'm talking about paintings, uh, photographs, that kind of art. What Disney does is during these six and a half weeks, they have artists from all wakes of life. Sorry, all walks of life. And a lot of them are Disney fine art artists um and they'll come in some are there the entirety of the festival almost every day some are there for only a weekend or two weekends and what's really cool is these artists are there they're interacting with guests they're sometimes doing paintings and artworks in real time in person um and when you go and you purchase some of their artwork that's displayed and if the artist is there, not only can you engage in a conversation, take a picture with them, but they'll be able to sign, you know, the artwork for you. And I mean, for those who collect artwork, it you would know it elevates the value as well of your piece of art. And Disney fans uh, typically are Disney collectors. So there is a huge, huge draw to this event specifically for that purpose. I mean, the artwork that I've seen, it is impossible to not drop serious money on on these paintings. I mean, I literally have to check in with my boyfriend and be like, how much money can I spend? Do you think I can drop this amount? Or what do you think about this one? Um, because it's just, I cannot help myself. It's so, I get so overwhelmed in the best way possible and the great cool thing about it is yeah i'd say 90 percent of the artwork is disney related and i'm not talking about just mickey like they have star wars boots and they have um marvel boots and then they have some like you know nat geo and like animals and other stuff that you wouldn't expect um uh they've oh gosh i i, I really could talk about all the different artists and all the different um like you see all the different styles it's so crazy that you can just walk from one kiosk to the next and they're just steps away or some of them even share the same and you can compare the different art strokes and uh style and colors and palettes and it it's just so cool it is so freaking cool it makes me not even care about going on any of the rides because i just want to go and see all these different artists and what they have to showcase and taking it one step further, um, they don't just have paintings and canvases and prints. You have artists every single day who do live artwork on the ground. We're talking chalk work. So close your eyes and picture this with me. You've come in and you have just passed Spaceship Earth. 
and you're walking towards World Showcase and you're just about to pass the, <laughs> the um, what is a Dreamer's Point, right? Because we no longer have the walls up and you've got World Showcase right in front of you. And the entire walkway, the bridge, along this path on either side of you are different chalkwork arcs that these artists have created daily on the ground. And people can take pictures, people can uh, interact with the artists. And yes, when it rains in Florida, which it happens all the time, they come back and make another one. And they're always constantly changing. And it is amazing. It is so cool to behold something like that. Um, so yeah, that's all the I arts. I've clearly gone on too long. <laughs> yes. Do you think that one could, you know, jump into the art as if they wanted to uh, play some of their favorite characters? like Dick Van Dyke and Julie Andrews from uh, Walt Disney's uh, Mary, oh Poppins. My gosh, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Like, so, can you like, can you go in and like play Dick Van Dyke in the striped shirt and the white pants and go dancing with some penguins? Uh, absolutely. That's what I, I yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a jolly what? holiday with Mary. <laughs> Oh, keep uh, going. I love that song. I, I don't, I don't want to get copyrighted. Only if you can sing so. supercalifragilisticexpiatidocious. If you could sing that one. It's Not right now. Supercalifragil. <laughs> Even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. Oh, I love it. Oh, uh, yes. So, to... I actually have a video from two, when we went uh, two years ago. It was a they had drawn a huge um, scene from Alice in Wonderland and it's the Mad Hatter's table. And it is so big. Like you can literally, it's like you can jump on the table and everything. And so I, so I can, can, I'll post dive that. In. Yeah. So I'll, I'll so, post that in the uh, Facebook page. So I, would love to be able to maybe get one of these artists artists to come on to the show and talk about their experience on their point of view and meeting people and creating art and all this stuff. So Steph, I have to ask real quick, do you have a favorite artist? I have three. Okay. But I have three. Okay. Um, I have Stephen Fishwick. Mm-hmm. I have Tom Moose. Tech moves. I can never pronounce his last name. And then, uh, what are you guys laughing at? No, you're good. What Legit who's your third? Who's your third? just floated across my page. Did in it... celebration. Continue. Yeah, what's your third? And my third is Dom Corona. He is new to the scene. I do have his artwork. I'm going to try and reach out to him. Maybe he'd be willing to come on the sh- on the show. But... So I ha- I have another one that I would like to reach out to, and I've actually met him before. You do? Uh, Rob Ooh. Kaz. Okay, I don't look him know up. Him. So, um, look, he he is just phenomenal, and I actually was able to briefly meet him the last time I went to Disney in September. It, we were about to leave, and we went into the um, World of Art uh, Disney store. And we were looking at some of the prints and the uh, the print that we ended up buying is uh, Spaceship Earth and his figment flying over oh, it. Um, love it. And we just had, uh, we were looking at several others because he also has a uh, Ellie the Elephant print that we want to get as well oh. eventually. Um, but we were looking and he was actually there that day signing prints. So we waited uh, about, about an extra 30 minutes. We postponed leaving about an extra 30 minutes. And we were able to, we purchased the print and got him to sign it. Amazing. So. I love it. It's amazing. I feel like. And I know he's going to be, so I know he's going to be at Festival of the Arts this year. 
you gotta go brooks you gotta go get that ellie ping thing so i did want to mention before we continue with this episode um as the time ticks by i can talk about this forever but kelton you were joking around about dick van dyke and mary poppins well dom corona cool 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 artist young new to the scene really making a name for himself his artwork he creates filters for his artwork so when you apply this filter to the picture to the painting i should say picture it comes to life literally comes nice. to life it's, it's a scene it is the coolest most innovative thing ever and i feel like it's it really ties in with like the essence of epcot being you know advanced to being you know it's, it's amazing it's amazing so you know dom corona if you ever hear this please come on the show i'm a huge huge fan i have some of your artwork and i am looking forward to the next couple pieces to own of yours <laughs> but anyways so, yeah and real quick too uh also with the artwork you can also uh help with you can help with the creation of a piece of art because they also have the ex expression section is a paint by numbers mural this was really cool um we got we did it in in 2021 where uh you go up you they you pick a paint color to tell they tell you what number that correlates with and then you get to paint a few boxes of that and it, the print gets done within a day or two and is gigantic but it's just really cool and, and then you can look at it, it's like i did that part right there that was me i actually remember i think you did a, a tiktok video on that and mm -hmm. i do i do remember you doing that that's pretty cool that's cool uh, that's really cool you and they, like yeah, an they do it they do it from uh 11 to 5 every day and it's the only way i can be I can barely draw a stick figure, uh, but I can paint a solid color on the wall. So, <laughs> fill in the blanks. Yep, <laughs> that's awesome. I love. I do love that they do that, and it's like an interact, another interactive um, component to Festival of the Arts. Um, <clears throat> so, moving along, um, figments brushed with the masters. This is also another um, activity uh, that they offer, which is you help Figment learn about art on this scavenger hunt around World Showcase. To get started, all you have to do is purchase map and stickers available while supplies last for $9.99 $9 plus tax at either Creation Shop, Port of Entry, and World Traveler. This is just something the scavenger hunt that they do have it, all the different festivals this one's just you know figment <laughs> as he is the main guy for this festival so again just another really interactive be. and agreed but just another fun and interactive uh component to festival of the arts where anyone can do it kids adults it doesn't matter uh it really pushes you to try different things go to different places and do different things because uh, there really is just so much to do. So I, I've always preached this. Every time I go to Disney, I'm always wanting to try something new because there's never enough time to do it all. And with all my years of going to Disney, I have yet, yet to do everything. So if you think you've done it all at Festival of the Arts, I challenge you to keep finding something new to do because there's always something new to do. Um, then. You can search for Figment hiding inside art inspired by famous works at each World Showcase Pavilion. Just look for the Figment themed picture frame. Every time you find Figment, add the corresponding sticker to the pavilion on your map. Oh, this is in regards to the scavenger hunt. Um, once your journey is complete, return your map to Disney Traders or World Trader and receive a little keepsake. So, again, um, we didn't really dive too much into the merchandise, but, you know, we love keepsakes we love souvenirs that's just one of the many things that you could get and i mean we're talking spirit jersey we're talking lounge fly the spirit jersey we're looks talking, pretty cool it's amazing right t-shirts and uh, i mean so much 
is don't forget your toothpick holders gotta have your toothpick holders (laughs) disney doesn't honestly uh, yeah Honestly, it just seems like Festival of the Arts is like the most expensive festival, but I'm okay with this because you've got artwork, you've got merchandise, you've got extra activities, you've got phenomenal food, you've got the dining package for Broadway. I mean, part they of the purple upset, spork that ha- they have the purple <laughs> spork with your souvenir eating utensil. So, which I still use mine from 2021. They're dishwasher safe, which is very impressive. That's awesome. It's awesome. I just really think that there's just so much for Festival of the Arts. I mean, it's not just the Broadway shows, too. They've got music scattered throughout all the different pavilions. Uh, they've got the chalkwork art that, you know, I, I pick, painted a picture for you, but they are found everywhere throughout the park on top of the different artists, on top of the different artworks, on top of the different kiosks, on top of the different food booths. On top of the different rides, the shows. I mean, oh gosh. I think that you'll probably need like four or five days of just Epcot to be able to do everything or at least try to. <laughs> so, really, you need that much guys, to see everything. To do yeah. everything, you may need even longer. Uh, you're totally right. So, you know, I encourage everyone listening to this podcast. If you haven't gone to Festival of the Arts, go contact Heritage Journey's travel agent to book your trip because you only have six and a half weeks to do it. It is not a long time. Um, that time goes by really, really fast, but it is well worth it. And you know what? In my personal professional opinion as a Florida-born individual, yes, I consider myself a professional Floridian when it comes to the weather. This is the best time of year, weather related. You're going to have crisp weather. Yes, you're still going to have rain. It's Florida. I cannot do anything about that. But it's not typically the hottest time of the year. Uh, In the evenings and in the mornings, it's normally nicer. I won't say it's cold. It can be. There, You might have like a random cold front. But it's just that crisp weather, the warm afternoons. It's perfect. I mean... Best time of the year to go, hands down, personal opinion. So I'm done. That is all. Festival of the Arts. I can't wait to go. I'll be there in a few weeks. Mic drop. <laughs> it it truly is a it's a great time to go. It's great festival. Uh can't can't recommend it enough. Well, that we'll convert up. you. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Have we sold you? No, not yet. I I might be, I might be sold. I mean, you know, there's there's not many days left on the Epcot calendar that a festival is not happening. So, but I mean, you've got you know, you got the food, you got the performances. I'm always about performances. So, and, and really quick, they they also have different musical performances in the in the World Showcase Plaza, and then they yeah. also have like acrobatic. Uh, performances like it's literally just all over there's something for everyone you just gotta check your my disney experience app on your uh, iphone and or android if android has it i'm not sure if you android i believe people they, have. I think they do i, I have that okay Good, then. disney's pretty advanced in some they things. they definitely are no i mean it's hey if you're going if you're going you know, through that time, definitely, you know, check it out. I mean, why not? It's always a good time in Epcot. There's no bad time in Epcot. Always. That is, yes. Yes. That's awesome. Uh, any final comments on the Epcot International Festival of the Arts? Go. Go. Well, well, well then. Don't walk. <laughs> Book your trip now. I mean, it starts tomorrow, so you better catch it on the uh, the end of that six and a half weeks. There, thirty eight days to. Man, then we dip into flowering garden. This year's going to go by quick. Mm-hmm. Just get ready. It definitely will. Um, well, so if no further comments, we're going to bring season two, episode one, to an end. Woo-hoo. 
I know. Uh, what a well, way to folks, start that, uh, the year. Yeah, it just about <laughs> does it for this week's episode on the Mouse Ears podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to follow the Mouse Ears blog on Instagram. And don't forget to join myself, Steph, and Brooks in the Mouse Ears podcast group on Facebook. We got, uh, we're trying to do some new big things for season two. So 2024, new season. Mm-hmm. Let's knock it out of the park. And um, with that being said, if you do like what you hear, you like us, you like the Mouse Ears podcast, leave us a review. That is going to keep us going. This is season two, but we want to be here for season 52. That'll be possible with your reviews. I may sound like this. How so old would we, would we be for season 52? We have, I mean... I'll be season one. I'll still be going to Festival of the Arts. I can tell you that much. Doesn't doesn't matter what you, how old I am. <laughs> Rent me my scooter. I'll be there. Um, but no, since Steph, you took it right out of my mouth with the reviews. Uh, definitely, if you're interested in having one of our agents. Uh, book your next trip. Make sure to visit us at fairytalejourneystravel.com or you can send us uh, a DM. Also, just so everybody is aware, if you book a trip, like you're you're thinking, man, you know, I got to go right now. It's Festival of the Arts. I got to do it now. I'm booking myself now. You have 30 days to transfer people to a travel agent. You can transfer your booking up to 30 days after as long as you have not paid in full so hit us up fairytaljourneystravel.com you know pick your travel agent whoever's got the best looking pro, you know headshot on the <laughs> website um or it's not going to be me i'm telling or you can Can't just request a quote on the fairytale journeys travel website and then let them let them know that you came from the podcast Absolutely, because then your faces for radio, Brooks and myself, and be there to help. Uh, and then well, our lovely face of the podcast, Stephanie. That's right. Uh, but definitely make sure to leave us re- a review wherever it is you're listening. Um, and we're going to bring this uh, crazy train wreck of an episode to the uh, to the end here. Um, happy thursday night to everybody of course you guys will hear this on monday when it drops monday uh 5 a.m eastern i think it is uh brooks it'll drop Mm -hmm. so definitely check it out check us out on facebook we'll see you guys soon don't forget season two episode one to the end the bouncers podcast on tiktok and closing have a good night not free sponsor us (laughs) 